You need to listen to this podcast on how to make America mediocre for once. And the only person that could pull this off is the most mediocre person I've ever met, John Hicks. What do you call this thing? The retirement solution with you? That's very mediocre. I approve. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to the Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry, and we'd love to hear from you here on the Retirement Solution Podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to address on a future episode or just want to ask a question of John about your retirement, you can do that through our website at retirementsolutionradio.com. Boy, does it feel good to have Election Day behind us. Wow. One step in the right direction. (laughs) One step. Thank gosh, one step in the right direction. Can we just get next year, can we just make that all go away already? It'd be nice. (laughs) It would be really nice. But, you know, to my surprise, there was your name on the ballot this week. It's so weird. Did you see? Yeah. How many of you guys out there voted for me under the Libertarian <laughs> Party this week? That's right. You saw it. John Hicks running for governor from the Libertarian Party. One small you probably... problem. It was misspelled. <laughs> it, it was not the spelling yeah. of your name. So I got a little oh, no, no, confused. No, it wasn't, it but, wasn't uh... misspelled. We know that's not me. The last thing I want to do is spend my life in politics, right. fighting for a bunch of, in your mind, good things that amount to nothing in the end. It's, it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs. I like fighting f- against poverty and against stupidity of finances. That's what I like fighting for, Jennifer. That's right. That's and that's right. what I do every day. And yeah. you can't even elect me. That's right. I'm self-appointed. <laughs> I'm self-appointed to this position of grandeur. Why? Because I have the microphone. <laughs> At least for this hour reason. on Sunday mornings. Literally the only reason. As soon as the uh, the studio chief comes in and pulls that microphone plug out, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pull the plug on you, John. Oh, okay. We'll see if that happens early today. Who knows? But based on the uh, stuff that we have coming up on today's show. But speaking of politics, it's Mm. never really over. I mean, political seasons tend to last really, really long. And we're about to be inundated yet again in 2020 with more political ads, John. So it was interesting to note this new study that claims that mutual fund managers out there, they actually tend to invest their money in companies that share their same political beliefs. Uh, CNBC reported on this. And so I thought, wow, these are guys who are supposed to keep their emotions out of it and look at what's best for the funds. And even they let politics get involved. What's funny, you know, when we say, oh, you know, mutual fund managers, they invest their money. You mean our money. (laughs) Well, that's true. Yes, ours. (laughs) Our money. They invest our money in that stuff based on their political belief system. And think about it, guys. Is this not just the proof that it's really hard to escape bias, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So whether it's us individually saying, hey, you know, I worked for GE forever and it is a good company. I'm I'm not worried about the fact it's down 80% since my shares were up in 1999 at over $67 a share. It's okay. Uh, I feel good about it. See, that's a bad idea. It's bias. That bias, unfortunately, has cost people a, a, a lot of money. And so the interesting thing about it, and CNBC covered it recently, but I actually saw a study, uh, Jennifer, a real college study. Because you know that all of the greatest intellects in the planet uh, are in colleges right now, oh, right? Clearly, are, they are, know everything. Are Gen Z friends, because yeah. they, they have a wealth of knowledge and intellect. 
But there, here's a good one. Here's a, a study from San Diego State University. San Diego, San Diego State. San Diego State University. Hey, John, where'd you go to school? San Diego State. Aren't those the fighting banana slugs? <laughs> the fighting banana slugs? <laughs> I, Is that a real mascot? <laughs> you might want to fact check me on that one, but aren't, aren't they the fighting banana slugs? Uh, actually, no, that is uh, UC Santa Cruz. You see, well, close enough. Close right? enough. They're anyway, all I'm gonna, in California, crazy. Yeah, they're yeah. all. It's all the same. It's gotcha. all the same. But it's interesting. So one of the so they aren't the banana slugs, but San Diego State University. They actually uh, put a thing out there or a study together, and what they found out was most mutual fund managers actually give their money or your money mm-hmm. to companies uh, whose executives share their ideologies. So, for instance, if your fund manager just happens to like strip clubs and Paps Blue Ribbon. Then there's a good chance you might have some uh, Bunny Ranch in your portfolio. You never know. Or maybe you've got uh, some beer uh, manufacturers in there. You you never know. But it's interesting because when I saw this, I wasn't quite so sure about that. But political affiliation actually was a pretty big issue that they were talking about. Now, what does that mean? It means that we're trying to give our money to someone to help us manage it. And we're hoping they're doing a good job. But if they're going to let their own belief system interfere with what would make us money, that's not really good, is it? Right. Of course it's not. I mean, for instance, I love getting Chick-fil-A sandwiches and then going to Hobby Lobby. That sounds like a wonderful little Sunday to me. Except for one problem, Jennifer. Uh, They're not open today, John. Neither (laughs) one of those places are open on Sunday. And hey, guys, I respect it. I love that ideology Mm -hmm. um, where they don't serve because they let their employees off on that day. I find that to be very admirable. Unfortunately, that does not change my desire for a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich and going to Hobby Lobby to stroll around with said sandwich on Sunday afternoon. I can't do it. So I don't know that I would necessarily not invest in them for that reason. Uh, But obviously, there's a bias that plays into some things. Right. So one of the, the whole point in, in where I'm getting with this is that, you know, you want to be very careful. This is why in our firm, we really truly aspire to look at investments uh, that are based on indexes. It kind of tries to remove as much of that bias as possible. So, you know, Jennifer, if you're just investing in the S&P 500, for example, the bias there is that they just have to be the 500 largest companies. That's what comprises the S&P. And if you want the Dow, then typically it's the 30 stocks that comprise the Dow. But it's really hard to be too opinionated about belief systems in that. And oddly, just because of political belief system you might uh, associate with, they don't often make good results. As a matter of fact, studies have shown that our belief systems often get in the way of good profits. So it it was very interesting. So whatever your belief system is, uh, now that we kind of have some studies behind it, uh, the banana slugs study, no, it wasn't banana slugs. It was uh, San Diego (laughs) State and CNBC. The whole point of this is understand, regardless of what happens in this upcoming political environment, I will promise you one thing. There's going to be a lot of volatility. There's going to be a lot of oohs and ahs, and there's going to be impeachment nonsense, and there's going to be stupid television commercials that are terrible. And the whole point is don't let that affect you. The only thing that can affect you is if you make a, a poor decision at the wrong time. Right. If you are fearful that could happen, or if you're not sure if that could happen, it might mean you don't have the right financial plan. That's the whole point. You want to know what the worst situation could ever be based on your holdings. And you want to make sure you can never go below that. If you stay in that range so that you know if if 10% is the worst thing you could go down, as long as you stay within that, you should stay on that plan. And long term, if it's done correctly, you should get some pretty good results long term. Um, And so that's the whole point. So don't let uh, your political belief system affect you this upcoming year because guys, my fears is going to be a doozy. Right. And do you notice typical trends, though, in an election year? Is it typically more volatile, John? 
Uh, yeah. So there, there's two things that everyone really kind of needs to know. And I remember Sam Stovall, uh, Jennifer, you remember, was on the show. Uh-huh. Market uh, strategist. The la- he's really yeah. a historian, actually. Yeah. He's really, really a, a smart guy. And he was on the show before the last election. And he told us, he goes, I know exactly who's going to win the election. Um, and he told us, he said, if the market is up by October 1st, going into the election year, so next October 1st, if the market is up, then the incumbent or the incumbent party has an 89% chance of winning. Hmm. Hmm. But if the market is down in any amount, down in any amount by October 1st, the year going into the election, there is a 91% chance that the incumbent or the incumbent party will lose, which Ah. means the other side wins. So if you think about that, it just lets us know people vote with their pocketbook. Right. So that's one thing that I think the president is very well aware of. Mm -hmm. And uh, he needs that market to do well over this next year. But you're right, John, it's going to be an interesting time for investors in politics, too. So now is the time to dial in on that MDD. What is your worst case scenario on your current portfolio? And when you know that MDD, John, does it make it easier to not make some of those emotional decisions about your money? Absolutely. If you know, come heck or high water, that the worst thing could happen to you was you could go down 8%. Even if the market's down, let's say 25 or 35 or 45, or heaven forbid, we repeat either a 2008 issue or a 2000 to 2002 issue where it went down over 50% both of those times. If you know that your worst case scenario is 8%, wouldn't you be able to sleep at night? Yeah. What if you only wanted your worst case scenario to be down less than 5%? You can do that too. Or if you want a chance to make a little bit more money, as long as you stayed within 12%. The whole point is, guys, with modern technology, the way that things work these days, we can basically do exactly that. It's not going to be your same old buy a bunch of good looking mutual funds and hold them forever strategy. But these are the strategies they use at the world's leading institutions, like the endowments of Yale and MIT and Harvard, that they use at most of the major insurance companies, like the ones that Warren Buffett owns. They're trying to find a way that they can get a good rate of return, but only risk a comfortable amount. They're not putting it under the mattress. They're not buying some product. They're literally in the market the whole time, but they can create the system to control their downside. And that is very powerful. If you know that no matter what happens in the economy, you can control your downside, that means that you have an unbelievably good chance of winning your actual retirement puzzle long-term. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.